Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hit and Abyss, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. I am Crash, I will be your DM for tonight, and we are going to be serious for the entire two-hour recording session. I assure you, there will be no laughter or silliness. Tonight, I am joined by a bunch of... Damn it! <laughs> Tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Archbeth, who's hanging out in chat, Ellie, Eo, Millie's here because Millie, Eric, Cindy's hanging out in chat. Matt will be joining us eventually. Real life comes first, but it shouldn't keep him from the entire session. So, um, I hesitate to ask this, but what happened last time? Page time. So I wasn't there because I'm not even part of this. That's not I page. So first of all, after all their butt whooping last time, they got together and they're like, let's have breakfast. They're eating breakfast. Like, uh, Brynn had like this whole plate full of like eggs cooked over hard and like, um, you know, like fruit and like hash browns and like stuff. And then she also had another trip realized that that's what she, um, but anyway, um, she only really got to eat like a biscuit and like a piece of cantaloupe because... Because uh, Mazir just kept stealing all the f- That's fine. 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 Eric had, like, a plate full of all these different eggs. We had to stop him, you know, like, um, vodka for breakfast. But, you know, that's just the one rule. No vodka at the breakfast table. Then, we had the other people. Uh, Ulfgar was like, ah, Um, anywho. They were eating. They are like, oh, no, 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 no. Then there Oh, snap! Because, like, while they were eating and getting up and like, what? everything's on fire! And they're like, ugh, again. Like, really? I don't know why they should be so confused. Last time I was there was on fire. It seems to always be on fire. Why is it not on fire? They need to stop living next to okay? They need to stop that. Like, I don't understand, like, they shouldn't be surprised when their city's on fire when they went active volcano, okay? Okay. So, anyway, they go outside and they're like, they're on Anyways, yeah, so they, everything's on fire. I don't know why they're so surprised. Cause, like, they live next to an active volcano, okay? I'm sorry. You live next to an active volcano. You shouldn't be surprised that everything is on fire. So, um, anyway, they go outside. They're like, oh, no, fire. And then they run to the bar, and the bar's on fire. And Eric's like, oh, no. And then they find a bunch of fire elementals. And um, so, um, yeah, so... That's facing me. Okay, so um, so they do that, and they're like, fire! And then they see fire elemental. They're like, oh my gosh! And they're, like, fighting, but, like, Mazir's being, like, super cool and super smart because, you know, she's like, oh, you can't hit me, you can't hit me, and um, hits it and then runs away so it chases and hits and then runs away so it chases. And it's super cool, like, because, like, that way everyone else can, like, get, like, a pot shot because it's, like, running past, and he's like, boo-boo! And then, like, cha no! And then meanwhile, Ulfgar was, like, having it hit itself every time it hit him. And it was serious. Like, good job. 10 out of 10. Do recommend that move. Ulfgar, you going up in my esteem levels for that sly move. Anyway, so, yeah. So then, um, Zir went steady stab and went swipe B, swipe. And, and, um, then it died. Um, and then... Then like then like the 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 devil goes down to Georgia guy came up and he was like whoop and he snapped his fingers and all the fire elementals but I like that bar also we're gonna be friends 
And it was that guy that tried to take the fancy orb from us when we were there at Plantain last time. But then he also had that lizard thing that was trying to find the rat. And that was weird. Um, yeah, so it's that guy. And I'm glad that I'm not there because I would just be like... Because <sighs> I don't really like him that much unless he gave me something really cool. And his name was Mo. Yeah, that's what I got. Back to you. The only thing in there that isn't canon is you said lizard guy, but in fact, Firefox is a anthropomorphic fox. Well, you know what? I just imagined it was a lizard, but... <laughs> and Firefox has cookies. It's canonical. Okay, so maybe Firefox could get in. Also, Firefox is not his name. He'll, he'll be very keen to tell you it's not his name. But Mo keeps calling him Firefox. I don't care that's his name. <laughs> that's what Mo says. I mean, have I ever cared about someone's actual... No, you always care about people's names. That's why you call... Or Orc Mom, Orc Mom, because that's your name. Yeah, I know their true name. It's a special <laughs> passive ability of mine. Concerns about this. <laughs> Just like Amara's mom is blonde Amara. You're not even the type of warlock with a fey pact. Um, that's what you think. <laughs> oh no. Did you forget about Gazika, the changeling fey that I've now given my life to? Oh no! I didn't know that was a fae! <laughs> now, one might say a changeling. Oh, not a changeling. A quickling. Quicklings aren't strong enough to really have powers and boons that they can provide. You'd be right. You'd be absolutely right. But this is still canon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Millie, once again for a page I have recap. Even more concerns. <laughs> because Don't you've been paying attention. It. Kazika's a great god to follow, even if it doesn't know anything, okay? Leave me alone. It it knows how to pass the buck, avoid blame. Um, oh, and lets me um, save the planet. Uh, it, it lets you go because your planet needs you, yes. Yeah, um, during my fight in the other campaign, I uh, w turned sparkly and floated and flew around. The <laughs> you keep cutting out, and it's very annoying because... I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I went sparkly... And then flew around the arena that we were fighting in, because <laughs> uh, that's an ability that I get now. Yep, because we have a homebrew warlock pact that we've created. <laughs> it's a whole subclass, and it's weird, but it was fun making. <laughs> but anyway, uh, page out. Have fun um, with the fire elementals. Remember, it's the Kraken. I don't care. It's the Kraken. Goodbye. Goodbye. I really hope Mo's not the Kraken. That would be a plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got Millie still typing in all caps. <laughs> Chad is the Kraken. Uh, okay. Um, so, getting into Rolls DM now. That recap is gone. And trying to... i got to be calm and collected because I'm playing Mo this evening. And I've got to not be cracking up laughing. Uh, Bryn. Yes. So your morning was spent very similar to everyone else's. I'm going to say that while you, Eo, were AFK from the adventure, you were having another adventure that was just off camera of the first adventure. So you are not too far away from where everything else was happening. Um, Sanctimonious and Peter and Lilia are out there somewhere. You're sure they're fine, but you're not in line of sight of them. You do, however, hear some commotion nearby, so you are very quickly able to show up right as you see Mo 
snapping his fingers and making two fire elementals disappear. And you see um, Eric and Mazir spend actions to put out the fires that they were on fire for combat. They stayed on fire for combat because they could. (laughs) So I have Um, just entered? You have just entered and combat is just ending. And you hear Mo say, I really like that bar. Hi. We've met once before, I think. My name is Mo. We need to talk. I assume you're looking for me, then? You? Well, technically, I'm looking for all of you. <laughs> what for? I need you to clean up a little mess that you've made. You're gonna have to I'm be afraid more you might have to get in line. <laughs> Did we say the same thing at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <clears throat> Mo, all right, Jinx. Who won the Pepsi? Mo sighs heavily and says, "No, I'm not taking a number. This is not something where I'm getting in line for. You have caused the disruption that is causing a lot of pain and heartache for a lot of people. Do you not care about that? Is this?" And he he motions at the fire that's burning behind him specifically and then gestures a bit more broadly to the city as a whole. Is this not worrying you at all? Because let me tell you, I can let a lot of things slide. I have in my long life let a lot of things slide, and this is worrying to me. Oh, were you under the impression that we weren't going to go deal with that? Well, if the first response that I get when I say that I need you to do something is get in line... And what I wanted you to do yes, was help with this, this. Yes, you see, this was kind of looking like the priority over you. I assure you, this right now is my priority. I I keep hearing my voice coming back to me. <laughs> and it's 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 starting to it it's it's almost like using a speech jammer. <laughs> and I don't know whose <laughs> microphone is doing that. Um ah, okay. I really like plantain it's ellie's microphone i'm hearing ellie's mic i really like plantain it's i've made it something of a home base it's where i come to relax and it's very hard to relax when your favorite bar is a burnt out husk and it wouldn't be a burned out husk if a ragtag band of adventurers hadn't very much annoyed a red dragon that really just wanted to keep a low profile in the area. Look, I appreciate what you're doing here, but we've kind of gone through all of this already. We're going to go deal with the problem. Oh, I know you are going to. And I know that you're probably going to come out on top because it's what you do. You're a ragtag band of adventurers. You're the kinds of individuals that an evil overlord, if they are doing what they should be doing, would seek out and destroy when you are just getting started. It's far too late for that at this point. So I understand that you are going to make the best attempt you can. What I am offering is some assistance because you may have noticed that sometimes even when your heart is in the right place and you know that you are making the right decisions, sometimes more people get hurt than should. And I think I can help you with that. How do you intend to help? 
Well, my first thought was to have a conversation with old Red in Yonder Volcano, but he's currently inconsolable. So I'm writing that off as a loss. So rather than get my hands dirty because I'm not really the adventuring type, I have in my possession uh, something that might make your fight not be so much as a, of a fight, but more of a redirection of effort. And he reaches into a pouch and pulls out an orb. It appears to be made of either a glass or a crystal, but there's several swirling colors inside. <clears throat> Five You have a colors. lot of those, don't you? Oh, I don't have a lot of these. Not so many that I would want to uh, part ways with one for an incredibly long amount of time. I would be willing to let one be borrowed. Uh, I currently have four. I know of where there's a fifth, but that one is currently out of my reach for the time being. Give it time. It'll probably be back into my possession. Uh, this is an orb of dragon control. It does take some effort to use. Uh, there are, have been in the past devices that were a bit more powerful, but those are older magic and aren't not many of them left. Uh, this is far newer, and while there are some beings that can resist it, this might, in skilled hands, be able to be used to maybe convince a red dragon to calm down a bit, maybe go elsewhere without any bloodshed at all. And somewhere Mutt is running around. Mutt is chasing a fire elemental that's had most of its damage done to it, so it's only like a foot high. It's going around in a circle, and Mutt is going around in the same circle. The fire elemental thinks it's chasing Mutt. Mutt thinks Mutt is chasing the fire elemental. They're both right. <laughs> so, basically, what I'm offering you is a bit of a, a bargain. I allow you to use this orb to solve a problem for me, provided you promise to return the orb when you're done with it. Everybody wins. I'm roll I want to roll insight. Okay. 22. Okay, what are you trying to be insightful about? I want to try and figure out if this deal he's offering is, um, well, what he says he's offering. He's given you, it seems like he's being upfront. It is very unusual for someone to offer something so great, but he's giving off this vibe like he's not someone where you're sure you really want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. But he doesn't really want to get his hands dirty with this, so he sees this as an easy solution. If, what if happened? Work and we die horribly in the fight, I can't be responsible for returning the orb to you. But naturally, upon death, all contracts are null and void, provided the contract what doesn't happened? go longer than that. What happens to the dragon? So long as it stops being in a rage state and causing fire elementals to burn down my favorite bars, when I really don't care. When the back over. Well, yes, I do want it back. What it came at considerable cost. Whatever you want to happen to the dragon, that depends on what you do when you're using the orb. Look, I'm not, I am offering a tool at your disposal. I'm not going to give you a step-by-step -step playbook on how to solve the problem. I do think free will and is I very important. And I don't trust... Well... I don't particularly trust you with a dragon, and I suspect you have no reason to trust us to do anything but what ragtag adventurers do. But yes, 
will return the orb to you afterwards. Oh, I don't want to be trusted with a dragon. I tried being neighbors with a dragon. This is the result. And he waves at the bar again. I don't really want to be dealing with a dragon anymore. That's why I'm offering to let you borrow this orb to deal with the problem. For all I know, you can use the orb to make the dragon stretch its neck out, make it clean and quick, and then go on about your lives with whatever treasure the dragon happens to have acquired. I'll go on, find a new bar that gets rebuilt, and continue to play the violin. I just won't get into any contests. That last one was humiliating. All right. And when we give the orb back to you, we don't owe you anything? No, once you return it, the contract is all done. I don't do more severe things than that on the first date. I don't see any reason not to take you up on this. We want this dealt with as much as you do. Excellent. And he tosses the orb to Bryn. Bryn, make a dexterity check. Oh, no. Uh, okay, my dexterity That's 20. a dirty 20. Okay, you catch it like it was nothing. I'm glad because it would have been very embarrassing to drop it. And have it roll away while you go after it over and over again. That's what I would have my character do in that situation. I'm not going to say that's what your character would do. But in any case... <laughs> Now, I suppose there is the matter of getting to the dragon. I suppose you don't want to take a lot of time doing that. And there is the matter of the large amount of lava that is between you and where Old Red currently is holding out. I did do some scrying while my favorite vintages were turning into vapors to find out exactly what was the cause of this current catastrophe. And I do know exactly where he is. I could teleport you there for no additional cost. The downside is I'm not going with you. So you getting out on your own is going to be up to you. I see. I believe we have a way of doing that. As I recall, you have two level 10 wizards in your party. Yes, you have ways of getting out of it. Yeah. Yes, well, I'm not the one who has those spells. Well, I'm going to say that Ulfgar is accompanying you because he was okay. here and he's still technically here. He's yeah. just being a silent party member. He's just off camera. He's right over just... right over there, <laughs> off, off camera. I just do not remember exactly what spells he has prepared. He does have teleportation circle prepared, if I remember correctly. Okay. So is that a yes? I'm Teleporting people who aren't... If you all are. Teleportation spells are much easier when the parties are willing. Just saying. I have no problem with it, but it just makes me queasy when I come out of it. Especially after I had a good lunch. You'd be surprised how often I get that. Tieflings, well, to be fair, there's a bit of a stereotype about us. Some of us spend our lives aiming away from it. Some of us lean into it heavily. I'm one of the ones who leaned in. And it's made some individuals trust me a lot less. It's made some trust me a lot more, and that's actually a bit worrisome. If... Monsieur, if you're all right with this, so am I. Then let's do it. All right. Here we go. By the way, you may have heard some jokes about jumping right when someone casts Teleportation Circle. They're all jokes, and they're very annoying, so please don't bother with it. All right. Have fun storming the castle. You are surrounded by gold. Huh. This is neat. Are we sure Monsieur didn't cast this? (laughs) Monsieur... Were you helping? I had nothing to do with this. I assume this is the dragon's treasure. Yeah. Remember, take only the lamp. <laughs> Wait. I don't plot twist. think you want to trust us with wishes. <laughs> no, no, I trust you with Robin Williams. Mm. That's fair. So the dragon is not currently in residence? 
Um, well, you hear a low rumbling growl, but you don't currently see the dragon. How is where we are lit? It isn't. Ah. I can't see anything. I am going to cast False Life with one of my fourth level spell slots and acquire 22 temporary hit points. Does anybody know the light cantrip? One second, while the DM opens up Ulfgar's character sheet. <laughs> I've never needed it. Um, I can light a torch. That works, too. Okay, the human that. is lighting a torch. <laughs> Ulfgar does not have the light cantrip because Ulfgar has never needed it either. And I don't have it for some inexplicable reason because I don't have dark vision and I do need it. <laughs> Ulfgar has Firebolt. It's a very low duration light spell, but it's got one heck of a range. Can we just appreciate that the human's lighting a torch? Just, just throwing that out there for Well, the human needs it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, as you're lighting the torch, the growling stops. I recognize you've come back. You are destroying Plantain. You took my eye. You invaded my home. What did I do to you first. I did not enter your homes. I did not attack your families, steal your belongings. I came here for peace. You broke that peace. Why should I care about your homes more than you cared about mine? You did a very good job of keeping a low profile. We didn't know that this was your home until you attacked us. Ignorance is not usually considered a viable excuse. If that's what you want to believe, fine. What? If you want to believe that we should have just known, then you may do that. I... And you may consider yourself justified, but it doesn't change the fact that you have been killing people over a misunderstanding. And by the way, we were having a conflict earlier with a family member of mine, and a lot of things were happening. And you didn't do anything or stay, stay or, or 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 come out and see, even say hello, to even let us know that you're around. All that happened, all the destruction that happened with that plantain almost getting burned down, and you didn't say anything or come out to say hello. I don't believe you. You have to forgive me for being skeptical. Was this a recent conflict? About five years ago. <laughs> I've only been here four years, and you want to blame oh, so me? You moved into somebody. For... So, you, so you moved into somebody else's volcano, then. So technically, you're invading my land, my country. Who's the person messing around now? There was no one in this volcano when I took up residence. But you were still on the Ariela Plantain. I was invited. By who? Really? See, this is all new information to us. We just came up here to destroy something that needed to be destroyed, and this was the only place we could destroy it. Yes, I am very up. much aware this is the only volcano on the planet. That's the only one we had access to. And, you know, his family owns the island. We have been here for many generations. You weren't using the volcano for... Doesn't matter. Still my land. Our land, sorry. Forgive me if we didn't have our family crest and a flag up on the top of it. Forgive us. Who invited you? That's between <clears throat> me and the one who invited. It was a mutually beneficial pact. There are... 
forces I don't even want to deal with. They are avoiding plantain. It was convenient. Hmm. It's kind of like me going through to the bar around the corner because it's convenient when I used to do that. But I don't do that anymore because I learned my lesson. And I think you should too. So you either get out or we'll kick you out. <laughs> I count far fewer of you this time than last. I trust the so, old man um, is doing well. Perhaps the little boy and girl are taking care of him. I think your um, mutually beneficial arranger might have decided he'd rather make a different arrangement. And he's not the kind of person who enjoys getting his hand dirty, I imagine. He did say as much. So what do you intend to do, little girl? Well, I would very much like to ensure that Plantain is not being randomly overrun by fire elementals every so often. I, and I would like to have stereoscopic vision. Yes, and we would have liked to destroy a gem in a volcano without getting ambushed. A lot of things have happened that should not have. I spent four years a pittance in a dragon's lifetime, but I know it means something to mortal. Building... An air of foreboding around my home. I inspired fear in those who took up residence along its base so that they would warn anyone who chose to come too far up the slopes that they were making a grave mistake. Did you avoid the Goliath? Did you strike them down instead? Or did you choose to not heed their warning? Did you think that warnings make everybody run? Or that did you not consider the idea that people might think they had to investigate? To know if there was something to protect others from? We could easily not have found anything except fire elements. Instead, you pressed on, and the price was my eye. Have you taken kindly... When beings invade your home, have the people of Plantain sat back and relaxed when beings from the ocean swarmed onto the land? I have heard tales of such things happening, and Plantain not taking lightly that situation. No, but we didn't. We were already. We were already here. And I was already here when you invaded my volcano. It is one thing to claim sovereignty over it, but if you're not using it, how much does that claim matter? Next, you'll claim that you own the moon. No, uh, none of us none of us can fly that high, so I don't think we do that. Also, it's not there anymore. Wait, what? Yeah, someone else apparently already so, did that. We're not and, sure what um, happened there. It just disappeared one day. Yeah. Okay, I need to get out more, really. This is kind of news to me. I've been self-quarantining. I haven't really gotten out and about and socialized <laughs> much. So My you tell me what we're supposed to do here. Obviously, we have an issue. Obviously, you have an issue. Obviously, I do not want plantain to have any more damage to do it, any more that's already been done. My people have done enough suffering. However, we will fight if we need to. I've been thinking about that. 
What I'd really like would be to have my eye back, but I don't think that's within your power to give. So instead, while it seems a bit crass to do, I suppose I'm going to have to settle for my base-level emotions and get simple revenge instead. It has been a delightful conversation. Usually I don't get to have such a long dialogue with individuals without a lot of screaming, No, no, please don't eat me. Oh, you are so great and powerful. So this has been very refreshing, but I think it's time that you died. Roll for initiative. I have one more question. 42. I see a 9 for Mazir. Mazir. Uh, 19 for Eric. 16 for Bryn. And I should probably roll for Ulfgar because Sir Not Appearing in this film will be appearing later. That's a 6 on the die. Oh, but he's got plus 3. Okay. So, uh, to start off, Eric, it's your turn. You are not in a target-rich environment. Your torch, I think, has a range of about 30 feet. You see gold and treasure littered around the ground around you. Um, you imagine that there are cave walls off in various directions further than that, but you do not see them. You don't even see the ceiling. Um, anything you'd like to do? Uh, I'd like to, I'd like to throw my torch kind of in a specific area of the dragon, just so I can maybe guesstimate distance. Okay. Um, you're going to have to guess which direction to throw it in. <laughs> the voice has been coming was, from various directions, almost like this cave is designed yeah, okay. to echo. Okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and hold my turn because, honestly, I'm kind of... I don't know where to go crazy, and I can't talk to uh, uh, Andro- Androncles, Androncles, whatever the heck his name is. Okay. Why can't you? Uh, I can? News to well, me. When you have the sword drawn you can have a discussion with him it when the sword is sheathed he uh doesn't have any say or anything he can't perceive anything like he's only awake when the sword is drawn okay draw the sword and drunkest do you have no idea where this dragon is hey don't look at me between the two of us you're the one with the eyes at this point <laughs> okay i'm gonna hold my turn then okay this is gonna be very exciting combat let me tell you next up is bryn <sighs> bryn you there yes four days it would take four days to build you a new eye. Participating in society actually has its advantages. Of course, if you'd understood that, you wouldn't have lost it in the first place. And Bryn is going to... Um, can Bryn take hold of the torch in one hand? She doesn't need a shield. Can she take it from Eric? If Eric is willing, yeah, transferring an item is a free, um, free action. That's why the... Peasant cannon is such a powerful thing. Which uh, should reiterate, because it's been a while since I talked about the peasant cannon, it's not a cannon that fires peasants. You line up a whole bunch of peasants in a row and say to the one at the end, here's this rock. Hold your action until everyone's initiative is at the same. And uh, then hand this to the person next to you and have them hand it to the person in front of them and have them hand it to the person in front of them. And because these are all free actions that take place over f- six seconds, if you have enough of them lined up, you can theoretically have that pebble break the sound barrier. So you would like to take my shield? No, I no, want torch. to take your torch. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I thought I heard shield. I was like, whoa, whoa. whoa. I, no, uh, I don't need... Okay, yeah, I am torch. not holding a shield, gotcha, which okay. means I can carry both the torch and the orb. Okay, here, here's the torch. I am going to try to 
head towards the dragon voice until I find dragon to use the orb on. Okay. Um, so you don't know what direction the dragon is in, but I could say that you could just start walking forward in a random direction, hoping you're walking towards dragon, or at least luring a dragon out. I can't make um, any kind of perception roll for trying. I would allow an insight check. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend my inspiration. Okay. For a seven, I would probably spend my inspiration as well. Uh, That's a 23. That's a lot better. So with the 23 insight check, you are aware that this chamber is probably designed so that a lower voice like that of an adult red dragon echoes in a way that makes it very hard for you to tell which direction the dragon is in. It might have even been moving throughout the chamber as it was talking. Any... And there's no rattle of it moving through the gold pieces or scuffle of feet or anything like that? Imagine a dragon walking on its tiptoes. All right. With my 23 on insight, do I know whether I think I'd be able to hear it if it was above us? You don't have an idea for what direction it's in other than its voice was a bit too clear for it to be speaking from underneath one of the piles of gold. So it has likely not buried itself to hide itself. It's, this is not a a hobbit situation where smog is going to come out from underneath the treasure. I love the long pauses in this because even though they're going to get <laughs> edited out later, it means everyone's thinking really hard about what they should be doing in the situation. Also, the dragon rolled really low. <laughs> Oh, it's initiative. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hello. Congratulations. I've rolled initiative for you. You got a nine. Okay. Team cleric speed. <laughs> You're actually tied with Mazir. Well, Mazir would beat me. I'm purely on decks alone. Yeah. Well, I saw that you have a plus three to initiative, so I included that. That's that. That's what brought you up to nine. Uh, you are in uh, the dragon's okay. lair. Um, this is bad. Well, you willingly came here to deal with the problem. Because Mo asked you nicely. Oh well, Mo's a good guy. Uh, yeah, in a in a absolute sense. <laughs> well, he he wants to be helpful. He's a very helpful person. Matter of fact, he oh, provided oh. an orb of dragon control to Bryn. Oh, oh. Well, it's on loan. <laughs> it's on loan. He would like it back when you're done with it. But he would <laughs> like this red dragon problem to go away because his favorite bar is burned to a crisp. Oh, so he wants a little you revenge. Know what? I'm cutting the knot. <laughs> I cast sickening radiance at an area that I'm that does not have any of my party members in it. So this is a Gordian knot requiring the Alexandrian solution. Yes, <laughs> I don't have well, dark vision. Uh-oh. None of us can see. Well, oh, I have dark neither, vision. Neither, neither, neither Eric nor Bryn can see. The, the dragon is more than 60 feet away from you in any particular direction. So none of you has seen the dragon. And you're in a chamber that um, is specifically designed so that his voice echoes. Uh, so we are aiming. We're firing blind. I get it. In fact, I am going to cast Sickening Radiant. Again? Directly, like, up. Up as far as it can go as long as, like, the ceiling's high enough that that fear won't include us. Uh, Sounds reasonable. Refresh my memory. Memory. What does Sickening Radiance do? Is that a to-hit roll, or is that a save thing? It's a... It's a constitution save. 
against a dragon. Well, that's not going to go over all that well. I think this is more along the lines of if Bryn guesses right, then you'll know the dragon's up. If Bryn guesses wrong, then you'll know the dragon is not up. Either way, if there's Bryn going to be a light. Wrong, <laughs> there, it's a concentration spell, and it's a 30-foot sphere of, well, sickening radiance. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which means that there will be a light source. <laughs> Either way. For how okay. long, though? <laughs> well, the bad news is that the dragon made its constitution save. Uh, the good news is the dragon had to make a constitution save. <laughs> <laughs> I was right! <laughs> I have a feeling that Archbreath guessed it also. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been hanging from the ceiling. No, no, no. You gotta dig up. Dig up. <laughs> <laughs> it did, in fact. That's why this chamber is so large. <laughs> um, and Archbreath is right. No one looks up. Except me. You're a halfling. You always look up. You're a dwarf. You would know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I love this game so much. <laughs> I'm sorry? Can I make a reaction as soon as I see this? Technically, you said you were holding your action, so that means you can let go now if you want. Okay, I'm going to let go of a hand axe right at the drag. <laughs> okay, you toss a hand axe directly up. I see nothing that can possibly go wrong with this oh, no. <laughs> Give me an attack roll versus dragon. If you can dodge a hand axe. <laughs> you can dodge a ball. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. An 11 is not, not going to hit. Um, everyone okay. give me a dexterity save. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Inspiration in that. Yeah, good plan. That's better. 24 is better. Okay. Um, so it looks like it's a tie between um, Ulfgar and Bryn for lowest roll. <laughs> Sure, blame the short people. We would get a lower roll. Evens, <laughs> Bryn, odds, Ulfgar. Mm -hmm. That's odd. So, Ulfgar, um, you're going to get hit by a hand axe. Eric, roll damage. Maybe. Ah, no! Do I have my... my uh, I think I still have a few points left on my... You, you've had... Ward. Or have we been taking damage? Oh, no, you haven't taken any damage since you fought the fire elementals. Oh, good. Okay. And it's only been about five minutes. Uh, I, I rolled a two plus four, which is six. And I yell, sorry! <laughs> uh, but I think I still have a couple of points left on my arcane ward, so I could probably block that damage. I just have to find where I wrote the notes of how much was left on it. There we go. I had seven. And what did you say it was? Six? Yep. Yeah. All right, six. well, then we'll block that. So I will take none. And I have one point left on my arcane ward. <laughs> Attacking your allies will not win me over. Okay, so Eric finished um, holding his action and then doing something. Bryn used her turn to cast Sickening Radiance. This encounter combat tracker has beings that are not in this combat because I made it for uh, this environment, not necessarily for this exact encounter. It is now the Red Dragon's turn. Okay, it needs to make another constitution save. What's if my target number? 16. Oh, it makes it easily. Yeah. Okay, it's going to start off using its frightful presence, so everyone give me a wisdom saving throw. 
Oh, so we, we haven't really done much here, have we? No, this is the first round okay. of combat. Oh, lucky. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm a wizard. I have a good wisdom save. <laughs> target, numbers, target numbers 19. So if you get a oh, 19... Oh, I made it. If you get a 19 or higher, you're not frightened of the giant dragon that's hanging from the ceiling. My natural wand. I'm afraid of the dragon. Well, I think I may use my inspiration. Let's see if I can do better. All these all these talks of you guys have an inspiration. I think I've only got an inspiration once since playing with Crash Period. I gotta make him laugh. <laughs> Turn off the inspiration light. And... Lucky Cindy, spider dragon, spider <laughs> dragon, does whatever a spider dragon does. Can he swing from a web? Yes, he can, because no, dragons can't. can shapeshift. <laughs> they cheat with magic. Oh, wait, I do that. I Only guys like me can is... cheat with magic. Wait, guys like me. <laughs> I'm a guy like me. <laughs> that is the modus operandi of, like, three-fourths of the party. Give it time, it'll be 100%. Because <laughs> I think Eric took a level in Paladin, so you're all magic users in some regard? We're all spellcasters in some regard. Yeah, that's Azira's part warlock, I believe. Mm-hmm. And also Arcane Trickster. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. We're all spellcasters. Well, maybe another level of Paladin, then we'll all be spellcasters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all, all fun and games aside, uh, the dragon is going to use Fire Breath. Oh, deck save. But here's the thing. It was hanging from a ceiling over 60 feet up, so you couldn't see it with dark vision. Uh, it drops down a bit, so it can use its cone. You did not spread out enough, so you're all going to be within range. Everyone give me a dexterity saving throw. Target number's 21. Oof. Mm. So close. Yeah, didn't make it. Cindy again with the wisecracks. By fire be purged. <laughs> that is not the voice that Cindy would use, but all right. Um, so if you failed the save, you are taking 63 points of fire damage reduced by any resistances you might have. Absorb have elements. Yeah, we're going to do that too. Yeah, resistance. It seems like you were just on fire last session. <laughs> yeah. So is that 31 points of damage? That would be 31 points, yes. Okay. Always round down unless there's a rule that says you don't. Which I think I've seen one thing where it said round up for damage and everything else is just assume it rounds down. I well, that knocks that out was. my false life, but I'm pretty okay. I'm going to use a higher level dragon. slot. So I can recharge my ward a little more. All right, that'll bring it back up to seven. So that was, hold on, 63 damage? And then, okay. Well, you have a an an amulet of fire resistance, right? Yeah, yeah. I so do. you're taking 31 points of fire damage. Just trying to go. Okay. And that's the dragon's action. Next up is going to be Mazir. It's now hovering about 60 feet above you. Okay. That doesn't, no. Wait, before we go further, they dealt wounds that will heal. I took your eye. Will you accept mine? Give me a persuasion check. Ooh. Or deception check if you are not being honest. Oh, I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't have inspiration to bring that up. You would be willing. Mazir takes out her dagger and points it at her own face. Uh, I take responsibility. Leave the town no, alone. Not you. All not right. your dagger. The dragon drops down. The ground shakes as it hits. Piles of gold and jewels and items settle more than they had before, and it stomps over closer to you. 
It's very Lizzie large face. Weapon and walks toward it with her hands open. <laughs> Monsieur, I hope you know what you're doing. Let's see, we both do. <clears throat> there is a low rumbling coming from the dragon's throat when it breathes. If it was a cat, you would think it'd be a purr. There's power. Interesting. If you leave Plantain alone, I have no further quarrel with you. The dragon lifts its head up and swivels its single eye towards Bryn. Four days, you said. Yes. How? It's not a hard magic item to make. I will not fund its creation. That is your task. Fine. It swivels its head back to Mazir. I will take your eye. All right. It's yours. It holds out one very large claw and taps your cheek and says, But not yet. Bring me a new eye, and we'll talk again. Very and then well. The dra- and then the dragon isn't there anymore. Uh. And take that gold out of your pockets. <laughs> what? I saw nothing. We didn't have to do that for Brenton. We didn't have to do that for us. I had to do that for me. I have to t- start taking responsibility. So where does he go? We have Wolfgang, to leave this get place. Us home? I... <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute, or ten. Where should we go? I think Plantain is our best bet right now. Oh, Monsieur Ulfgar, if the pair of you help me, we might be able to get it done even faster. How would that be? Bryn's going to make an Erstez eye when, once she gets the materials. A what? Oh, an eye. Gotcha. No, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, how do we get out of here? Monsieur wants to get back to town. I need oh. ten minutes. I can do that in ten minutes. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying when we get there, I'm oh, asking right. the two of you to give me a hand. Oh, yeah, that's because no problem. Casters can help. <laughs> yeah, with with my, with objects. Around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no sweat. All right. So give me about one minute here, and or we can one or ten. How long do we have? You know what? Well, Let's there's a red dragon that has given you a task that's going to take four days to get done. Um, there is a proverbial clock that's ticking how many of those minutes of four days do you want to spend inside a red dragon's yeah. lair you know what we'll do it in a minute <laughs> <laughs> Wolfgar doesn't want to be here any longer than he has to <laughs> all right so he will he will cast the um teleportation circle and that will take one minute and we will get out of dodge okay um, and what do you say? Cause we've been playing for a little over an hour now. We take a short break for stretching and refreshing beverages, and then we'll be right back. I, I was ready for more combat. I was assuming you were just going to keep fighting the dragon or at least try to mind control it. But this is, I love how things don't always go the way that you expect them to. I was about to say, I was waiting for some, some other thing, some, some crazy shooter drop, but sacrificial, of an eye, and there's there's more here that I I can't spill the beans. I can't spill them. <laughs> I, I want to so much, but no, I'm the DM. I can't do that. All right, so we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. More cinnamon rolls and coffee. We are good to go. Cinnamon rolls and coffee. 
That's great. That's great. That's what Leanne does for me. She spoils the crap out of me. Those go together? Oh, yes, they do. They definitely do. <laughs> uh, okay, but moving forward, uh, you teleport back to Plantain. The fire elementals are no longer rampaging. It's like they all took a hike. And Can't imagine why. Yeah. So how are you funding the creation of this magical item? I need to go and uh, I need to go to uh, to uh, ask a favor. Who do you ask a favor of? <sighs> the same place every boy asks for money. Daddy's wallet. <laughs> exactly. Spoken like a father, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I go okay. and have a conversation with Pettis. So you track down your dad. It's not hard to do. Eric, it's good to see you've survived a, another catastrophe. Yes, Father, but uh, unfortunately, things took a wheel turn, and I need I need to to borrow some money. I told you to stop gambling. So not gambling. <laughs> if you can believe it, it is for an eye for an eye. Is that the new bar that opened down the street? <laughs> I don't do that anymore, Father. How much? What's the spell called? I'm trying to figure out. But just a hundred gold. Oh, is that all? You know, the irony thing is if Jason came in here and was listening to this going on, he would kind of be um, <laughs> he'd be like, you're back again for money? <laughs> oh, Jason would not let it rest. <laughs> he would not. <laughs> I, I appreciate that I have enough of an idea about that character to understand that. Also, Jason is an older sibling. And as the oldest sibling in my family, I do understand that, unfortunately. Perhaps too well. Well, just again, plantain backstory. Eric used to ask his dad for many other times he can go gamble and, and drink it all out. This time he's actually trying to be... But still asking for money. <laughs> yeah, still asking for money. You know, yeah. I, he will he, work it off. He tried to set that bridge on fire so many times. <laughs> uh, give me we a persuasion check. Okay. My rolls have been crap. Let's see. This is a good one. Uh, where are my persuasion? There we go. Bah. Eric, you are my son, and I love you. But the money that I have, I am using it to pay salaries, to pay medical bills, to pay to help people rebuild their homes that were just destroyed. I understand, Father. I understand, Father. But let me interrupt you. Forgive me. If we do not do this, the dragon's going to attack all of us again. We will have more fire elementals. This is specifically used for a spell because... Um, Mezir has sacrificed one of her eyes for the dragon that we are fighting. Unfortunately, we need to change it, and this will help with the this will help with the spell that will or the is it the spell or items the spell item. item that we will use to get the eye, to get the eye. That's what it's using it for to avoid death and avoid conflict around the area. Your father sighs and holds his index fingers up to his temples and says, "Bring back the flesh golems." And the gnolls and the goliaths. Why does it have to be dragons? A spell that costs a hundred gold. Are we here? That's up because to you. Because I was operating under the assumption that we weren't. And Yeah, I figure we might have yeah. to be starting might... to put the thing together. Maybe. Or at least no, getting, working out I magical came in principles. Alone. Yeah. I came alone. Yeah, I just came yeah. alone. But I didn't so know anybody else that was not, alone. Uh... Yeah, it's like... Okay, how do we work this out? 
oh, wait, it needs to be big enough for a dragon, so we might have to, you know, <laughs> Brynn and Ulfgar are trying to figure out how to do this. Then we'll worry about the what we need to build it. <laughs> Looking around for Mazir. Shiran, where is she? Where is Mazir? Um, Mazir can be present if you want. <laughs> present Mazir, where? Continue. I'm sorry, uh, two people talking at once. Eric goes out, go, hold on real quick for them. He goes out and sees if, if he can if he can find Mazir outside. Oh, Mazir will just be sitting outside. Schrodinger's Mazir. Yes, accurate, Archbeth. Yeah. Mazir, can you come and help me? I, I don't, I, I don't know the, I don't know the full situation, but please explain this to my father so he can understand what you are, you're saying. All right. All Is this go going ahead. to be another discussion about how it's not your fault? <laughs> It is not my fault, Father. <laughs> no, not yours. Yours. No, this is my fault. We went to the volcano to destroy a powerful magic item that needed to be destroyed. Yes, in doing you've told so, me that before. We woke up the red dragon that had taken residence in the volcano. During When it attacked us, we attacked back. And during the fight, I took its eye. I have offered it my eye in exchange. I believe it will let me be if we replace its eye which requires a magic item that costs 100 gold to create. See, I told you, this was not for, for me. This was uh, Perez a Perez. It still gets me that that's what you named him. <laughs> so if, if this was a, <clears throat> if this, if in my ancestry, by the way, if I didn't think this, I'm trying this, this whole thing that we're doing right now, these are aunts and uncles names and stuff like that. So this is, this is my family and Perez y Perez is an actual person in my family. Oh, well, Monty from the Kobold game, his, his full name is Montgomery. That's a family name. I, I do the same thing with go. my characters. <laughs> it, it, he's also not the first character I've had in my campaigns with this circle of friends that has been named Montgomery in the escape and, from Husan adventure the one shot you encountered a dwarf named montgomery that was the first time i used that in our campaigns um and and jason is my actual real brother (laughs) (laughs) i I steal all my characters names from books (laughs) but i i just like that the first name and the last name are both perez so so it's like the mario brothers movie where mario mario yeah Mm -hmm. um i don't imagine that he looks anything like uh captain lou albango though bano whatever um or that um but perez takes a moment and looks at mazir and looks over at eric and looks back at mazir and he pulls out a dagger and its sheath and he hands it to mazir and says you can get 100 gold for this easy i don't have the cash but i have this okay thank you again this is in service of the protection of plantain i believe you because my son believes go do what you need to do Thank you. Give me a charisma check. A charisma check. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Once again. This is my third one tonight. Ooh. Yeah, you, that charisma check was to see how well you can sell the dagger. The best offer you get is 75 gold. Something about an assumption that you didn't come across the dagger by legitimate me- means. They don't mean for you to hear that. Okay, well, three vendors did mean for you to hear that, but most vendors were trying to say that under their breath. <laughs> I mean, my background does give me a reliable contact, but maybe that doesn't help here. Maybe that's <laughs> who's rejecting me. We didn't really determine your reliable contact, did we? Yeah, it's always just sort of been there. But I rolled a one, so I'm going to take it. So Bryn and Ulfgar are deep in their preparations, assuming that you're going to provide 100 gold. 
so that they can buy the material components that they need. What do you and Eric do? Hmm. That's a good question. Everyone is typing in Discord chat. Yeah. <laughs> Just see, they're typing, they're typing, they're typing, they're typing, they're typing. Nothing is coming. <laughs> And so help me if some of you then just hit the space bar to to make that pop up for your name. No, I was I was thinking of things, but I'm like I don't know that I could make suggestions while I'm while the character is elsewhere. Well, Eric can't talk right now, but he um, uh, Archbeth is saying that Eric could sign something. Take it to the local shop. Herwee's sister will buy it. So you know a guy, but they're just not in town. However, mm-hmm. this is Eric's home turf. He doesn't know a guy, but he knows a girl. Can I have that give me advantage on the roll? I would allow that. And of course, Sidekick is taking its sweet time now. Now it is, yeah. We were doing roll 20 last night for my regular Friday crew, and it was it was clunky as all get out. Well, everyone's playing D&D online now. Yeah. Oh, come on. I mean, that's higher than last time. Yeah. A two is technically higher than a natural one. I rolled twice as well. Wow. As you are... Exiting, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give the dagger to Eric to sell. <laughs> As you are exiting Hirwith's sister's shop, because that's the last one you went in trying to sell the dagger, and she was like, "The best I can do is eighty gold." Really, that's people are hurting for cash right now with the the recent fires and stuff. They don't really have disposable income right now. Um, you walk out of the shop, and Mo is there leaning against the wall and says, running into problems. Oh, sure, sidekick. Now it comes up. <laughs> sidekick replied with a nat 20 after we abandoned it already. <laughs> I gotta love it. You gotta love it. It, it does amuse me greatly. But but I'm not making Moe disappear in a poof of fire and brimstone. As fun as that would be. Too cliche. Oh, he, he would do that on purpose. As I've already stated, he leans into the stereotype. Uh, there's certain attributes for him that I have taken from um, the person who was my roommate in college who was a theater major. He liked leaning into things also to the point where he had the vampire fangs that just stick over top of your um, canines. <laughs> mm-hmm. He had those custom made. And sometimes he just wear them around campus just for the fun of it, just for the reactions people would give. <laughs> but never mind about that. Um, so Mo is there and he asks, running into some problems. I'm second-guessing myself. In my experience, you run into worse problems when you stop second-guessing yourself. That's probably true. Anything I can do to help? No, I think we'll be okay. Hmm. Oh, uh, Bryn still has your orb. Oh, yes, I'll be asking for that back shortly. My understanding is you have not yet 100% resolved the situation in the volcano yet? Not yet, but it's in the process of resolution. And I'm comfortable with that. But there is the possible situation where that orb might end up being necessary in the next few days. So it'd be a shame if you didn't have it for that. I'll ask for it back afterwards. I appreciate your thoughtfulness. It's a mutually beneficial situation. I agree. Well, if you don't need my help for anything, I will be on my way. Have a good afternoon. Oh, and um, one last thing. You may have... Oh, this goes without saying between two individuals such as ourselves uh, notice there's a a slight amount of shall we say prejudice against those of us with additional headgear and skin coloration <laughs> might i suggest sending someone else to try to sell the dagger that is an exceptional idea glad i could help well 
I'm off. And he walks away. I, I am not at the top of Mazir's game today. Give me an insight check. I wondered. Uh, Saturday night. Well, it's going to hang like this for five minutes. We're going to use yeah. a different thing to have it roll. We're going to get a low roll, and this is going to come back with a nat 20. <laughs> yeah. Again. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to pretend that this rolls high. Or, or let you do that. That looks too. Oh, that's a 17 and a 20. Okay. So I'll take so, the 20. Plus 2 is 22. <laughs> um, so it occurs to you that a lot of times when wizards need money to cast a spell, it's not the money that they need. Not in this economy. It's items that are purchased with the money. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would be a good idea to go to them and see what exactly you need. Okay, I'll do that. I will okay. ask Brandon Ulfgar what they need to make the Ursat's Eye. Well, well, first off... You go. Well, first off, we're going to need a fairly decently sized gemstone to serve as the base for it. And and then Bryn goes into basically some of the usual sorts of things, certain... Magical like, jabber. Yeah. Magical jabber, things like particular herbs that need to be turned into a, what's the word, a thing to glaze it, etc. Thoma babble. Thaumaturgical babble, yes. Ulfgar might pop in with, well, I think perhaps this kind of dust, rather than using the herbs, you know, he might, he might, his, his dwarven take on it would be much more, uh, you know, like, well, we could take the raw material and craft this like so, and uh, you know, we don't necessarily need the, the pure gemstone per se, but it might be cheaper to get something we can craft ourselves. Uh, although certainly a faceted gem would save us some time. Uh, but I don't know that, that if we could have such available, if some if some nobleman would, might be willing to part with the proper uh, jewelry, that would certainly save us some time. Although I think we still may look, you know, again, he would go in off on tangents as well as, uh, but as the dwarven take and, a, and an abjurer, uh, what do you, and Bryn's an, uh, a, an enchanter. We're looking for yeah. something that essentially is divination, which isn't really either of our school. <laughs> and, and really, the the requirements frequently mention that you need a solid gold plate in which to mix all the ingredients. But if you read Widogast's treatise on the subject, he found yes. that if you simply plated a ceramic plate with a certain amount of gold foil, it works just as well. The main thing is you need a bit of gold for the chemical reaction to happen between the electrical output from the various orbs and and whatnot, and then Geordie LaForge shows up and starts going into something, and Doctor Who arrives and talks about reversing the polarity. Um, Bryn is still rambling about magical herbs. That's probably a thing with halfling magic users especially. Yeah, where dwarves would be much more like, okay, we get the gem part, we deal with those, but I think we should use this kind of, yeah, it's got to smell right. There you go. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Alfgar might even actually write down a list. (laughs) So, um, Mazir. Now that I have a shopping list. I rolled the dice. I don't see where the dice came up, though. <laughs> Mazir, they oh, said they need like a significantly sized gem. Take mm-hmm. a look at the pommel of that dagger that the Perez oh. the Elder handed you. So a gem like this? Is it? Ooh, that looks good. 
Um, let me roll Arcana real quick. That's what I was trying to roll. <laughs> oh, uh, let me... I, I rolled it about two minutes ago. <laughs> Fifteen. Mine still hasn't even come up. <laughs> yeah, that looks like a decent gem. And really, that's what most of the cost is for making it. That will probably do for a lot of it. The rest of it, Lilia probably has lying around. Oh, oh yeah. I'll go talk to Lilia. Yeah, she's got the stuff. Okay, so you spent the first day um, trying to find materials that you were given within the first few minutes. But there's more than one of you working towards this, so we're going to speed things up a little bit. Which means that we can basically do the equivalent of three days work per day. Okay. And you said it would take four days. Teamwork. Yep. So you finish finish over a day early. Excellent. Okay. Uh, It goes without saying that you've all been able to press the long rest button during this time because it's taken over a day for you to be doing this. Okay. Now, not the short rest button. Uh. I mean, you could do that, too, if you wanted to. Uh, (laughs) Don't forget, it probably is going to change your hit points back to the lower number, so you can go back in and max that back out again if you do that. Um, You have a magical eye. Yay, we did it. Now, do we go... We have to go back to where his lair was. We know the way, Mm -hmm. I assume. How long did that take us? One teleportation spell. Yeah. Uh, okay. Time. Well, and since we have a f- we have more than a day left, I can ritual cast it. Yeah. If the ritual costs more than a day in casting time, yeah. something's gone horribly wrong. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ten minutes to do it without using a spell slot. Mazir, would you stop interrupting me at minute number nine of the cast <laughs> to ask me a question? <laughs> it was funny the first yet? time. I'll admit. <laughs> we would be. <laughs> Dagnabbit, Eric, not you two. <laughs> okay, so you ritual cast, and do you go to um, the lava chamber where the eye was lost, or the treasure room where the eye was offered? I vote we not go to the treasure room. That is a weird thing to say in a D&D game, but... Yeah, I think it's probably a better idea if we go to the lava chamber. Unless we have reason to think the lava chamber might be entirely full of lava. Hmm. Do it we? Wasn't... Uh... Aubrey worked faster than Sidekick. Well, you tell me which room you want to go to, and then we're going to move forward, because we're getting close to the end of our two-hour session. Uh, I, think, I think we don't I... want to invade the sanctum of the dragon if we don't have to. I would agree. The way I gather it, the whole thing is kind of his lair, so he may know where we are no matter what we do. Mm-hmm. And if we can avoid entering his personal space, per se, I think the lava room's probably better. Yeah. I think you're right. I agree. Lava room it is. Okay. Uh, you are in a roughly circular room. You've been here before. There is lava all around. Uh, there is a slight rise in the middle of the room. So those of you who are on the high ground are not in the lava. The, the fight is already over. I've used that joke before. I will use that joke every single time. <laughs> That there is high ground and lava, and half the time when there isn't one of the or the other of those things. And my cat has jumped very noisily onto my desk. There are dice there, and he has interests. And there's a keyboard. Move away from the keyboard, please. Okay. Moving forward. Boldly going forward. Um, so you arrive, and there's a moment, and then there's another moment. I, I ask for the eye. Oh, I assume you... We gave it to you. Okay. 
I assume you were carrying it. You made the deal as far as Ulfgar is concerned. You can present it. Yes, that seems <laughs> most appropriate. You're early. We had some time to spare. I appreciate the punctuality. You have my new eye. I do, and I hold it out. Uh, the dragon rises up from the pool of lava and steps forward, reaches out a massive clawed hand, and takes it out of yours and examines it. Not too shabby with the craftsmanship. That's what you get for hiring a dwarf. Indeed. Well, and they go and put the eye in their socket. DM is realizing he has a cat named Socket that responds to the sound of his name. <laughs> he does. It, it, I, he will come when called. It, My Haley does that too. <laughs> he will also play fetch. I'm pretty sure he's part dog. I suppose you're wondering why I'm so amenable after what you've done. After I confess to some curiosity. Dragons, particularly the chromatic dragon are known for our selfishness, our strong opinions of our self-worth. Some refer to it as an ego. And, of course, our cruelty. Most of us are also not known for being stupid. White dragons aside, but, you know, we can't all be real. I don't see color. I'm, that's an out-of-character crack. I'm sorry. Okay, because I was going to give an in-character were... response. <laughs> I thought you were making a joke about your oh. dark vision. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going with. I'm like, I can't. When we're down here, I don't really. Do <laughs> oh, th this could do go. Do I get my inspiration back? Yes. <laughs> and Ellie. <laughs> Mazir doesn't have it, but Ellie does. No, no. Mazir has to. You made Archbeth crack up, too. Um, I am. Very much aware that my agreement with a certain interested party was a bit more one-sided. He was willing to sell me out on such short notice. He's probably maybe a tiny bit annoyed that I'm still breathing. I like that thought. I am aware of what he gave you. And he looks over at Brim. I know he has several of them. I know how he got them. Most people on this world don't know they exist or why they came to this world. I see. There's a few of us who know. Most of us came here after, but that's a long story. Mortals don't tend to have the time, usually. Are you aware of what's happening out there? Uh, in which sense? Outside the borders of this tiny island. Bad things are happening, and something's organizing Yes, I want no part in that. That's why I came here. Bit of advice, I highly recommend you stick around. If something's willing, if something is able to give a red dragon pause, it's very rarely worth sticking your neck out. Yes, Ellie, I thought of the same wisecrack. We will consider that advice. Thank you. There's one more thing, and the red dragon lowers its head towards Mazir and stares at her through its new eye. You offered me an eye. The offer stands. I will take it. It reaches out a claw, reaches forward, and puts it on your cheek again. I have your eye. I will make use of it. I know you won't take my advice and stay on this island. I'd like to know what happens. I will know what happens. Be sure of it. Oh. And, the, 
And the dragon turns and goes back into the lava. Archbeth says the dragon's going to get you two via Mazina now. That sounds about right. I like the implication that it's going to see everything but Bren. (laughs) Because anything doing divination magic can't see her. Okay, this is a very interesting thing, but there seems to be a halfling-shaped hole right here in the image. And what is all that ra- sickening radiance coming from where the ra- where the halfling was? I think this is where we're going to have to end it for tonight. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for playing. Certainly. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight we were joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Arshbeth hanging out in chat, Ellie, Eo, Matt, Eric, and Cindy also hanging out in chat. Let's do a few quick plugs. Ellie runs a social network. You can see us at elek, that's E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. I believe registrations are currently closed, but many of us have accounts there, and it's Mastodon. So if you have a Mastodon account, you can follow us. Our social network information is on the cast page for those of us who have social network accounts that we're willing to let people follow us on. In addition, Eric has a Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash untamedsyn. That's S-Y-N. EO's mom writes books. You can get those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, and Eric. Until next time, this is Crash saying, Yo, what's up? This is Mazir, coming to you live on YouTube. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, ring that bell. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye.